This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, we're going to go over part two of my exchange with the late Paul Zimmerman. For those of you not familiar with him, Mr. Zimmerman was a famous sports writer and a former Pro Football Hall of Fame committee member. He had some very firm opinions when it came to picking an all-time team. Today, we'll go over his picks for both offensive and defensive linemen. Zimmerman made these picks in 2008, so you're not going to see any active players on this list. I'll start with the offensive linemen. At center, my picks were Jim Otto, Mike Webster, Mel Hine, and Jim Langer as my top four. Zimmerman disagreed. Dwight Stevenson was the best center ever to play the game, he said. Some will argue that he only played eight seasons, but it's not his fault that an opposing player took him out at the ankle and ended his career. Howie Long shares Zimmerman's enthusiasm for Stevenson's abilities. He recalled, We once designed a game plan built around stopping Dwight Stevenson. In all my years of playing football, that's the only time I ever heard of a game plan designed to stop a center. Dr. Z had Dermonte Dawson as his number two center. He was the only one who came close to Dwight's quickness. But Dwight was stronger, he concluded. At offensive tackle, we had slightly different opinions, but agreed for the most part. Dr. Z had Forrest Gregg, Art Shell, and Ron Mix as his top three. And I had Anthony Munoz right up there with Forrest Gregg. But Zimmerman disagreed with my pick. Munoz was nearly perfect technically, but he lacked inner fire. I'm not sure why he thought that about Munoz. I guess he meant he didn't have the killer instinct that many tackles have. But we did agree on Greg. Vince Lombardi once said, Forrest Greg was the best player I ever coached. Dr. Z felt it was pretty much a tie between John Hanna and Jim Parker at the guard position. Parker was the best pass blocking guard I've ever seen, said Zimmerman. While I didn't get to see Parker play, I've done enough research on him to agree with Dr. Z. I did see Hannah play, and I do not argue about calling him the best run blocking guard ever to play. But Mr. Zimmerman did not mention Larry Little, which kind of surprised me. He may have been the best pulling guard I've ever seen play. I also had Gene Upshaw ranked high, but Paul felt he was somewhat overrated and called him a long-armed holder supreme. On the defensive side of the ball, Dr. Z had a lot to say. I had my top three defensive ends as Deacon Jones, Reggie White, and Gino Marchetti. Zimmerman agreed with me on Reggie White, saying he was the most powerful defensive end 
they had ever seen play. Deacon Jones was the best pass-rushing defensive end he had seen. Dr. Z had Marchetti as his number four defensive end. Gino brought in the technique of grabbing and throwing blockers. He was the first to do that, said Zimmerman. But his number three pick was a surprise. Rich Tombstone Jackson. Offenses changed their game plans to try and stop Jackson, he said. Zimmerman went on to say that he was on the Hall of Fame voting committee and lobbied for Jackson to get enshrined. But year after year, the counter-argument was always the same. Jackson's career was cut short after just seven seasons with a knee injury. Although he didn't say where he would rank them, Dr. Z spoke highly of Howie Long and Mark Gastineau. Long didn't have many sacks, but he was great at flushing quarterbacks into others' arms. He could also jam up the run. Gastineau had incredible athletic talent. He ran a 4.540, weighing 290 pounds. He was a relentless pass rusher, too. But unfortunately, he had no interest in running. At defensive tackle, we were in complete agreement on our top three. Dr. Z had Bob Lilly as his number one. Said Zimmerman, Lilly had near-perfect technique. Much like Marchetti, he was proficient in the art of grabbing and throwing blockers out of the way. Some say he didn't have a mean streak, but he did when provoked. Said former Miami Dolphins guard Bob Kuchenberg about Lilly. He was so fast off the ball, you could never beat him to the punch. Dr. Z had Joe Green and Merlin Olsen in a tie for second. Olsen could bull rush better than anyone I ever saw, said Zimmerman. Merlin would break down the inside of the line, play after play. He played clean, too not one to take cheap shots. Mean Joe Green may have been the quickest of the three, said Zimmerman. The Steelers would have him line up at an angle to attack the center guard gap. The three of them were skilled in all phases of the game, and they never came off the field to take a breather. I had Alan Page as my number four defensive tackle, and Dr. Z said he was the best pass-rushing defensive tackle I had ever seen, but that he was a liability against the run. He had a similar opinion about John Randall, a great pass-rusher, but you could run the trap play on him all day long. In case you think Zimmerman hated the Vikings, here's what he had to say about another former Vikings defensive tackle. Pat Williams. In 2005, Pat Williams had one of the best seasons I've ever seen a defensive tackle have. He didn't make the Pro Bowl team, and he didn't get much overall recognition. Why? Because he had only one sack the entire season. Sackers get all the glory, but it's players like Pat Williams that cause all those sacks. Tune in again next week when we'll go over the linebackers and defensive backs. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network. 
your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The 2021 Professional Football Researchers Association Convention will be held at the Gold Jacket Lounge at the Pro Football Hall of Fame during the final weekend of June. Convention speakers will celebrate the 100th anniversary of the founding of the NFL. The fee for the convention is $50 for members and $100 for non-members. The fee includes admission to the convention and Pro Football Hall of Fame, meals on Friday evening and Saturday afternoon, and free parking. All convention activities are subject to COVID-19 protocols. For more details, Click on the 2021 PFRA convention link at profootballresearchers.org.